Hello and welcome to Into House Sports with Jay. And Jay, hello from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Into House Sports with Jay and Jay. It is episode 47, Saturday, March 13th, 2021. And a quick shout out to some new listeners from uh, Georgia, one from Georgia, home of Augusta, home of a Bulldogs. Georgia Bulldogs, I was going to say home of Augusta National, okay. Masters in four weeks away, and Alabama, sweet home Alabama, and Nick Saban, <laughs> Nick Saban country, county. So we've got, so far, we get a list of states. We are about one-fifth of all, all done all the states. So we want to get all 50 states. That's a goal. We've got 10 of them already. So thank you to our new, new listeners. we got a lot of stuff to discuss today on the podcast, but we're going to start off with golf this week. we got the PGA's signature event the pga tour signature event and you may say oh well the masters or the us open is the signature event but uh this is the pga tour signature event because all the four majors if you did not know this and i think i've explained this before either on this podcast or maybe it was just i was discussing this with somebody else but the pga tour does not have a major really like that they put on like for example augusta national puts on the masters the u.s united states golf association puts on the u.s open and it's the same thing, PGA of America with the PGA Championship and the same thing with the RNA putting on the Open Championship. So this is like the fifth major. I don't know why it's not a major. You got the best players in the world playing. And right now we are pretty much almost done the third round. We're coming to you guys live currently at around uh, 3.30 mountain time. Um, and we have Bryson DeChambeau and Lee Westwood on top of the leaderboard again. Last <laughs> week, Bryson DeChambeau won the Arnold Palmer Invitational, had a great final round, and Lee Westwood turning back the clock at oh my goodness this is perfect for episode i think he's 37 years 47 years old i'll have to double check on that lee westwood is 47 so 47 years old 47th episode and lee westwood unbelievably he's only won again i think i said this like last week or i don't know if i did i don't know but he's won one tournament i think in oh like maybe the late 90s or something and then he won like two pj tour events but he's looking for another one. Him and DeShambo with these battles. Yeah, two weeks in a row, the battle. Um, you got United States versus that's England uh, versus England. So uh, maybe it'll be a chance for Lee Westwood to get some revenge on well, Bryson. What's really interesting, if you look at this leaderboard, is that well, Bryson DeShambo. Everybody is absolutely obsessed with. He's the most interesting player in golf right now. You know, you look at it as an as for a number of reasons. I remember when Bryson DeChambeau played, I think, in the Masters when he was like an amateur or no, when he played in the, maybe, I think he played in the Masters, but I remember either that or the U.S. Open, he was in contention for one of those. And the way he's had, do you know that all of his irons are the same length? His four iron to his pitching wedge, all the same length. He has that Payne Stewart hat. Uh, he has his like, his, his specific swing. He calculates physics. He Remember he remember when Bryson DeChambeau was known for being really slow, like two years ago? Now he's known for being like, I think he's the fifth best player in the world. If he wins this, he'll be like well into the top. Still one of the slowest though, or no? I, I think he I, I completely overshadows it. He's so good now. Sure. And again, slowly crept up to eight wins already. He's looking really good this yeah. year, and he is in position to win. Uh, other names we got on the leaderboard. We got Sergio Garcia, who is leading after the first day. <clears throat> Struggled with started with a 65, then had a 72. He's uh, today he's uh, minus two through 15. I would like to see him stick around and. I put a little bit of push, and you got Justin Thomas right there. Uh, who else big name have you got there? So Justin Thomas, of course, and notably, Justin Thomas, if you look at his scorecard, which we have to show you, 
four birdies to start off, um, going out in four under 32, and then four under on the back nine, including an eagling in the 16th hole. In fact, he almost, apparently almost got an albatross. He was like to seven inches to the hole from 204 yards. So Justin Thomas. So the question is, Dad, let's say DeChambeau and Lee Westwood, let's say they finish at 11 under. Um, and Justin Thomas moved up 19 spots today. What do you think the number is going to be tomorrow for the win? I, I have a number. I have a number in mind that I think. But I think they might make it a little bit tougher tomorrow. Yeah, more more birdies today. I think yesterday there was more bogeys. Uh, I'll go with minus 14. I'm thinking minus 15. And that being said, um, if it's minus 15, I could see anybody from minus nine being at coming at it. Uh, and as you know, there has not been a non-American winner on the PGA Tour in a full field event since Siwoo Kim uh, won, I think, the American Express. In fact, Siwoo there's Kim, not, it again, there's not, so there's not been an American winner um, on the PGA Tour in like a full field event. So not like the alternate events where it's like a, a half of like when, the, for example, I think Brandon Grace won, but it was like not a, not the best players in the world were playing. So DeChambeau's up there, but again, the country's really up there. United States, England, and Spain. John Rahm with a good day, but Justin Thomas with a minus eight, one off the course record, set by a numerous, numerous amount of players. One thing I want to say before we move on is this tournament is so iconic in American kind of sports history. Uh, this was the tournament last year, which I heard the the, the commissioner of the end of the uh, PJ Tour, Jay Monahan, he was talking about last year. And he was on it again on the Golf Channel, on, uh, sorry, NBC, yes, broadcast on NBC. And it's so interesting because this was a tournament after the first round. I remember, I'll just say this really quickly. I remember right before the tournament, they had this big concert before and people were packed and packed. And this is the week, like a couple days after they announced that, that COVID-19 was a global pandemic. And then the date, I remember they had the first round and they were there was going to be like no autographs. I remember saying there was going to be no autographs that week. I was like, okay, no autographs. Then they announced that the rest of the events all the way up to the Masters, no fans. So we're like, we're getting ready for that. And then that Thursday night, they cancel all the events. So that was shocking. So you kind of get, this is the one year, of course, the one year anniversary of that whole thing, including the Rudy Gobert, PGA Tour canceling, everything canceling. So it was really interesting to see this tournament being played out. Um, there are fans back, which is awesome, as long as, you know, everything's safe. Uh, in fact, there was a couple of uh, Danny Willett did test positive for COVID going into this week's tournament. So he's not playing, but uh, wow. It's, uh, it's good to have this tournament back. Good to have on. it back. It's an excellent PGA update. And right up to the minute again, you got DeChambeau versus Westwood. You also Science got versus, uh, you know, a really good career guy in Lee Westwood, a good guy. And, so, and amazing. Uh, Lee Westwood's been awesome in majors. But uh, we'll see what happens. Lots of golf left. Let's move on. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about, and I got some, uh, some, a little bit more golf. I want to come back to a little tidbit, but just uh, now that it's now that's a, that now that it's another week, Novak Djokovic. We spoke about this last week. He is number. This is his now three hundred and twelfth week uh, being number uh, number one. So that makes it thirty seven consecutive weeks of uh, Novak Djokovic being number one. This past week, I just want to go back to Novak. He's won the French Open once, Wimbledon five times, the U.S. Open three times, and now the Australian Open eight times. But this week, we did see. The return of Roger Federer at the Qatar Open. He just he's just overcome two knee surgeries. We spoke about that. Uh, so he was off for like 13 months. Uh, he says he's injury-free, pain-free, but yet he lost in the second round. He was supposed to play this weekend. I think he's taking a little bit more time off uh, before he comes back at the end of the month or the beginning of April. But nice to see Roger back. He says he felt good. I think he's got to get his timing and his fitness up to date. Um, 
But um, there was an interview I read about um, with um, Nadal. Um, Rafa. Rafa Nadal, thank you. And this was just with GQ. Uh, it, was, it was a GQ magazine. It was just a, a fun little interview with Rafa. And he was talking about his essentials. What is Rafa? What if he needs to bring something? I mean, some of them are obvious things. But uh, I'll just I'll read them. But maybe, Jacob, I want to just, what do you think Rafa's, what, are, what do you think his essentials are that he has to have with him from day to day uh what is like on in life in life wow. and tennis life and tennis. probably needs to have yeah he wears a watch is that on there he wears that a white a watch is not on the list what? um he needs to have water <laughs> uh well i'm it, thinking about tennis uh he needs to have his headband uh not on the, those on are the list. three good guesses and yeah, i haven't got guesses. one um um what else um he needs to have like Gatorade. So, Can you, so hint? you know, those are good guesses. Well, I mean, the first thing is his phone. Oh, <laughs> he's got to have his phone. He's got his favorite apps. He says his favorite app is WhatsApp. I think it's a lot of people's uh, favorite apps because he's got to be in contact with his family and, and friends and all that. He's also in the hotel rooms a lot. Another thing on his essential list is his laptop. Okay. Um, but some obvious things, his tennis bag, which has got his racket and his shoes and all of his clothing. Uh, he's got to have his earbuds. I guess he's listening to this and that. Uh, he's got to have his passport. Oh, man. These, I didn't know we were playing like the family feud. These are like the all. You need to have his passport. <laughs> like what? He just, of course he does. And uh, he's got to have pain medicine. You know, okay. he's working hard. And and this is the last thing on the list. What is it that we all need these days? What is essential if you leave the house? You must bring your. Well, you, we already have phone, but I know it, your wallet. It's, I'll give you a hint. COVID. Yeah, don't forget to bring your face shield. Obviously, our mask. Your mask, yes. So uh, what? That's that's yeah. a, that's interesting. I didn't know that you uh, do you work for Jake GQ? I, I don't, but it was a, again. Um, he says I don't know much about Rafa. We know about all of his his fun little um, what are they? Not, I don't know. I don't know they're superstitions, but things that um, they you know that on his the court his they, tendencies. I don't know if I call them fun because but again, just this interview is a fun guy to listen to. Um, um, Jacob, who do you think is the most popular team in the NBA for people in Japan? Who do they cheer for oh, the most? I, I, you know, I have a follow-up question for you for that because I want to, because there were Jersey sale runners. I've got that. I've oh. got that might be the second part of my okay. question. Okay. Um, most popular team in Japan. Who do they, what NBA oh, team does Japan cheer for most? I'm going to say Golden State. Not correct. No. Take another guess. Okay. LA Lakers. The correct answer is the most selling team, most popular team, the Toronto Raptors. In Japan. In Japan. Um, because, oh, because of Yuta Watanabe. Correct. Yuta Watanabe. Did <laughs> I pronounce that correctly? Watanabe? Is that right? Correct. You look you... like you combine like him and OG Ananobi's names. Yuta. First name, Watatanobi. Isn't it just Watanabe? Maybe. That's what the broadcast right, I thought I, I thought I nailed that. Anyhow. Anyway. He is the, stop, uh, the top selling jersey in Japan. Of course, he plays for the Raptors. He's a first-year player with the Raptors. We've mentioned him on the show, too, before. Uh, and then another player that's uh, most second popular is Rui. I might be saying it wrong. Rui. Rui Hachimura. Uh, plays for the that's Washington. I, as soon as you brought that up, I was thinking about him. Cause that's that's awesome. That's like how, um, yeah, that's that's cool. Ben. Yeah, so that's that's some some soup, some cool facts. Um, 
We'll, we'll talk a little bit more uh, basketball. Uh, the Duke Blue Devils, uh, NCAA, they, they will not be going to the sweet for the final March to Madness Sweet 64. That's the Sweet 16. But anyhow, the 64, the first time since 1995, they got 24 consecutive years with being in every year. It's Duke, Duke, Duke. Um, every year I pick against them. They've won several times over those years. I'm not sure how many times. That would be another thing to come back to unless our statistician can come up with that. Um, but I, I did read today that they could still end up going, despite everything I just said, as a COVID replacement oh. team. So if there's a team that can't get in because of COVID. Now, they, they were in a tournament this past week where COVID struck uh, the tournament. It was an ACC they final. Got COVID or and uh, anyhow, the tournament was over. Duke was done. But hold the phone. We need to get Duke in there one way or other. And they could be what's called a COVID replacement team. Um, and so, as if you don't know, this tournament was canceled last year because of COVID. Yeah. Um, but uh, I want to stay on the jersey subject for one thing. Yeah. Okay, so that the NBA named the 15 top jersey sales. I want you to name. You're gonna get. So we're playing family food style. I want you to name all the all as many 15 players as you can. 15 players. Play, 15 players or two teams. We're gonna go with the players. We're gonna see how many you can get before oh, not, let's before you get back to the show. Let me think about that a little bit. Okay, we'll, we'll come, come back, back to that. I mean, there's LeBron James. Well, do you want to start now? I'll give you, I'll give you five. We're going to start now. Okay, LeBron Ding, number one answer. Kevin Durant. Number three. Well, this is just the time. not to be in order. Just just keep naming them. It's Kyrie Irving. Kyrie, number six. Steph Curry. Steph Curry, number four. Uh, Damian Lillard. Damian other? Lillard, number 12. Ooh, we got that one. Okay. Wow, no strikes. No, uh, already got five. Okay, I'm going to have to uh, Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid. Eh, not there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Russell guess. Westbrook. Russell Westbrook, number 15. Oh, yeah. Okay, I got that one. Okay, let's come back to Come that. on, what you're almost it? there. Keep oh, going. Okay. You only got one strike. Uh, well, you're not almost there. But Kawhi Leonard. You're on a roll. Good job. Number 13. Kawhi Leonard. Okay. You got seven out of 15. You need one more for half. Jason Tatum. Tatum, number eight. Good job. Keep um, going. You got. This is the top sales. Uh, I might have to look at the. Uh, let me just. Uh, let's come back. To, I need to look at the teams and. Uh, oh, sorry. Ran out of time. Oh, is that a time thing? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, I'll just tell you the rest. I feel like we should come back. Fine, we'll come back to that. I'll give you another shot later, but you might be repeating players. No, no, I won't repeat. Um, anyway, Duke has won the the NCAA tournament five times, most recently in 2015. I remember when they won that. I think it was with um, Justice Winslow and um, who else was there? It was Justice Winslow and um, Julie Locafor. Guess was a la one of the last players to have their number retired by Duke. JJ Redick. Did you know that? JJ. JJ Reddick. It could be a future rap tour. Um, one thing I want to discuss really quickly is the NBA All-Star Game, which happened last week. And uh, it was interesting. You know, the whole All-Star Day, it was a day full of events, a lot of sports we were watching. We were watching the golf, and we went to that. Um, but it was, I think it was DeMontis Sabonis who won the Skills Challenge, a big man winning that again. Chris Paul and Luka Doncic got buys into like the semifinals of that. They both lost in the semi in their one game semifinals. I'm not a big fan of that event. They race up and down the court. The hardest thing is that pass through that little circle, which the bonus made all three times. And then I guess if they hit a three, that's pretty hard. Well, but then speaking of three, Steph Curry winning the three point contest. And you know, I told you this last week. Steph Curry has entered I think seven three point contests. He's won two of them. 
So I think the most ever, I think Larry Bird won the first three ever, most famously um, going in, I think in his first or second or third, or taking off his, take going into like the, into the warm up place. And he went to the other people and he said, who's finishing second. I told you that last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. And then the, you got the slam dunk competition. And I think it was, was it, I can't even, it just wasn't that memorable, honestly. Portland, wasn't it? Portland, uh, I thought it was it Obi Toppin or no? No, no, it wasn't it? I don't. Honestly, it was so unmemorable. I have no idea. There were some pretty cool dunks. There were some. Mean, no, there were some. Get, don't get us wrong. There were some cool ones. I like the one where he grabbed it off the eleven feet and slammed yeah. it. Don't the guy trying to kiss the yeah, rim? He's the one that wanted the kisser. Oh yeah, the guy that kissed the rim. Oh, Anthony si- Simons. He tried to kiss the rim, which would have been cool. He just did a kiss like inches away from the rim. He still didn't kiss the rim, and he won. Slam dunk champion. I guess if you did that in a game, that'd be cool. But this is the slam dunk Miss competition. Miss the rim. But the one thing that I thought was interesting is LeBron James played like 13 minutes of the All-Star game and scored four points. Meanwhile, it was Giannis Antetokounmpo who didn't miss a single shot, including a couple bank three-pointers. He took home the MVP. Playing Steph Curry, Damian Lillard, Damian Lillard making a three-point, couple three-point shots, shots from about half court, including the game winner to give Team LeBron the win. LeBron James has not lost an All-Star game ever. Team LeBron. Team, Team LeBron. Le- when LeBron's been drafting, I think he's lost before, but LeBron James barely played, gets the W, and again, as we said, the number one jersey seller in the nba okay and it's interesting because they could have changed jerseys remember when he was gonna be number six and davis was gonna be number 23 he said they're gonna do that this year and they didn't so number 23 still going strong um i got some news the uh, tokyo uh the J- japan has decided they are going to have the tokyo olympics this year and paralympics are they is that official i don't know if it's 100 percent, but at this stage they're going to without overseas spectators of course due to covid 19 so they're going to have it uh, or the, the organizers have said that they are going to go on with this decision uh, or, and confirm it towards the end of March. Uh, I, I think it was interesting. They said that in the, in the paper the other day, it says in the last Olympics, the 2018 Winter Games in South Korea, local fan, fans accounted for 80% of all ticket sales with international fans buying 20%. So okay. I guess it's mostly local pe- uh, people. The numbers have been down. I think there's been a spike in COVID there most in recently. Japan? In Japan? Will athletes be allowed long allowed to bring family members will they allowed to bring their spouse will they allowed to bring their parents their grandparents or does it mean no spectator like it's probably up in the air um it'd be a pretty shame if you couldn't bring uh family to it but you understand if they're going to stage such a huge event that they're going to follow all 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 safety uh precautions but time will tell but uh you know as a spectator from calgary alberta to uh, watch the Olympics from Calgary. Uh, as long as we have an Olympics, I think we'll be happy. I think it'd be good. Quick segue into that. It was announced earlier today that Dustin Johnson, the number one player in the world, is not going to play in Tokyo. Uh, I think he just, you know, it's a bit of a big trip. Uh, in fact, the Olympics this year are scheduled right around, oh, no, I can't even find it. Enjoy. Oh, yeah, the Olympics, August 1st, Okay. Uh, I think is the start of the event, and that takes place right after a few weeks after the Open Championship. So you think about it. They go to England. Sorry, we're just... Yeah, carry on. I'll, I'll, they go, go to, to England, England, and then they um, they go to England for the Open Championship, if that's still happening. Then two weeks later, it's the Olympics. So it's a lot of, you know, time get time uh, zone going, time zones and stuff going. And and yeah, in fact, it's really interesting because it has... they The Olympics have... They have their kind of taught... The field is so interesting for the Olympics... In fact, they already updated it. So the next, the next person 
who will be replacing him. It's based on the world rankings. Uh, only four players from the United States will go. There's a whole thing about that. Bryson DeChambeau, but I think by the time the Olympics start, there's a good chance that guy's going to be number one in the world and he'll be going regardless. Because oh, right um, now he's number four. So right now, no, right now he's number uh, five on that list. Right now, oh, uh, Justin Thomas, Morikawa. Oh, I'm not sure if that's right. I think he's ahead of Shoffley. I'm not sure. But the thing is, is that there's a lot of different players that qualify. Only a certain amount of players will be there. So you won't be seeing guys like um, Patrick Reed unless like right now or Webb Simpson who are in the top 10, but there's only a certain amount of quota. And then you got Rory McIlroy who won't be, who will be representing Ireland versus Northern Ireland. Of course, Rory didn't make the last Olympics, but you said to, before the podcast, we were talking about it and you said, you said like Dustin Johnson doesn't even want to go or something. You're like, yeah. he doesn't even want to go. Yeah. He just seems to be, I just said that he's a guy that picks and chooses. He's just, he plays a lot in the U.S. Plays, uh, plays this uh, this country that tournament, and for him to go to the Olympics, maybe it's just not uh, he doesn't a big need priority. to in his career. And you know, this is just such a like a bonus thing. Like if you win a gold medal, like Justin Rose Everybody's and the gold different. medal, yeah, like oh, it's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, no, like it's people have it on their bucket list. I don't know if they're again they're not gonna they don't get paid to go. They don't get an appearance fee like they would when they went to Saudi Arabia and played earlier this year. So. Going to the Open Championship, it's a big, you know, big ask. Go on a long plane ride and play. Um, but oh, I love the Olympics when it was blast on. And uh, Look, there'll be lots more talk from in the house sports with J and J talking about the Olympics. The Raptors have now announced their all-woman broadcast. Jacob, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but on March 24th, they're playing against uh, the Denver Nuggets, and they're gonna have an all-women's broadcast. Uh, do you want to take a stab at who you think will be? You know the Is TSN, it on TSN, right? Yeah. So Kate Burness for sure. Ding, ding. Kia Nurse. Correct. And Cassie Campbell Pascal. Not on this list. I'm just joking. Um, I'm only familiar with two, one of the other names. You might be uh, Megan, McMe Megan McPeak. Not sure who she I is. I haven't heard of her. Uh, you've heard of Kayla Gray. Yep. And the other name is Amy Audibert. Do you know who's doing like play-by-play? -play? Uh, I don't. I gotta, you got to think that maybe Kate Burness will get a chance to do that. But uh, So that's pretty cool. Uh We'll stay in tune for that. That's coming up uh, next uh, next uh, couple of weeks from now. So an all-women's broadcast. So the T.O., the Raptors, they really seem to do it right. Uh, uh, so congrats to them and to that. Um, the Texas Rangers, well, the state of Texas, I don't think they're wearing masks there anymore. Um, this isn't a for sure thing, but um, the Texas Rangers with Major League Baseball during their home opener April 5th against the Toronto Blue Jays, or whatever the Blue Jays are, will be having 100% fan attendance capacity is what they're saying at this point. I did hear that they actually, despite, it's interesting, I think they are, I think fans may have to wear a mask, but if they go, do they, are they going to have a full stadium at 100% uh, capacity? What they're, that's what I, I mean, just said, yeah. Texas, uh, they're the ones that have come out. I think they were the first state of the U.S. to say no more uh, masks. I mean, I, I don't know what their COVID numbers are, but that seems like a drastic uh, surge in fans attending in such close place, uh, such a close place. They have a new stadium that they that they opened last year. Of course, there was no fans attending that game, so that'll be interesting. Interesting, interesting thing uh, to follow. Jacob, Phil Mickelson. Let's go back to golf for a minute. Fell out of the top 100 this week. I'm yeah, sure you must have the first time since 1993. Phil not in the top 100. Wow. I believe he's at number 101, but. Because they made the cut this week, and he's probably now back again. And maybe you can find that out for us as we're chatting here. Uh, the interesting thing about uh, Phil Mickelson, he's got four career uh, wins, five majors. But I'm, I never really stopped to think about this, but you probably knew this, Jacob. I'm not sure. But he's never been number one in the world. 
Yeah, he's never been number one. I think he's been number two. Number two for 270 weeks, all when Tiger Woods was number one. So there you go. So there's no Tiger Woods. You see, yeah, you see Phil Mickelson number no. one. Isn't that interesting? That, oh, uh, for sure. But Tiger Woods was number one for years and years and years in a row, which we haven't seen. Speaking of world rankings, I want to bring up Roy McIlroy. So do you have Phil Mickelson up to date, or is this one update? He's no, right it now? won't. It doesn't update until like the end of every after every tournament, or perhaps on the Monday. So we don't know. But yeah, he he'll move up a bit. Yeah, but okay. uh, Roy McIlroy, he's out of the top ten for like the first time. This since... is up to right up to date. No, so basically the so the, the way the official world golf rankings work is they change every every Sunday evening or Monday they update. So they don't update like Phil Mickelson's going to get ranking points, but again, Roy McElroy, he's, he, uh, he's out of the, the, uh, he's out of the top 10. It's the first time I think since like 2018, it's incredible. Um, when he was, I think, yeah, he was 11. He's been like in the top 10. He regained number one, I think in 2019, but he's out of the top 10. He missed the cut this week at the players championship. He was the reigning champion. One thing I want to—I know—we're going to go back to golf. I wanted to say one thing: this tournament, the Players Championship, is known for the the Island Green, and the Island Green is the 17th hole. It's basically, they have to hit onto an onto an island from anywhere between 110 to 150 yards. And I was watching this game with my Zadie, our grandfather, yesterday, and um, frequent listener of the show, and we were discussing. Like, imagine if the like the, the 17th hole is known for like two things number one it's like tiger woods 20 years ago and the 2001 players made this putt it was like left to right and they were like taught there was this call by announcer i think it was um oh, gary coke and it was like better than most <laughs> it's johnny miller better than most and man do they just dustin johnson even made a claim on this that they bring this up over and over again and man I've been watching a lot of golf and they just bring back the, on the commercials, the better than most. And like, they just keep talking about it. And Gary and Gary has been doing the broadcast there and see who Kim made a putt. And he called it the mini better than most. Like, it's just, man, this guy's known for this better than most. Um, but we were discussing yesterday, me and Zadie, what would happen if one of the players were to fall into the water while putting? Like, imagine they hit the balls, they spin, they go really close to the fringe Imagine if the players back up, take one more step, or plunk, they fall into the water. I couldn't find any video of that, but I did find Jerry Pate in 1982 when he won. He he threw the commissioner of the PJ Tour into the water on like a, on the 18th hole, and he, I think he threw the Pete Dye who designed the course into the water. They all jumped into the water. So good thing there's no alligators. I think there there's alligators, but not there. That would, that'd be but pretty moving bad. forward, they really should have some kind of a life saving device on the 17th hole. You think so? Like a I, lifeguard? You just never know. Maybe a full time lifeguard. But just, imagine just like somebody weekend, though weekend. backs up and falls in. Like, is that you think that's gonna happen? Well, it's never happened. Do you ever, think it will? But I think moving forward, you know, these days safety. They, that I think would be a, a fail. I think they should have a lifeguard for that. Uh, maybe you know, maybe maybe Tiger Woods, if he can't play golf, he could uh, come and be lifeguard for that uh, part time. Um, uh, the RBC Canadian Open has been canceled. Uh, that's the second year. That's too bad for that. Uh, the Canadian Football League, there's rumors that they've been talking to the XFL. Maybe the two leagues will come together in 2022. The Rock, ex-Calgary Stampede, owner of the XFL, took over for Vince McMahon. Can they have a CFL, XFL? Ah, but you know what? What the heck? That might be kind of kind of fun, whether they're playing three downs or what, what number of downs. or maybe the, so, that, so, so there's that. 
Uh, I want to talk about Kevin Durant. We'll leave that for another episode. The guy's played 19 games, and he's the team's played 35. And he's going to be out for another week, and he's still the most popular player, I think, in the NBA after LeBron. Uh, Charles Barkley is now uh, – his daughter got married last week, and he was concerned about doing the – in the Jewish marriage, they do the, the, the famous dance, the Hora. And did they end up getting him up on a chair? Were they able to lift him up? He was concerned about that. We need to find out some video and get back to you on, on that. Uh, another be- thing I just want to talk, Walter Gretzky, this, some of our listeners may have heard this, but Walter Gretzky, I guess, similar to your grandfather, my father was, I guess, known for picking up golf balls. You know that Zadie is always going around picking up golf balls left, right, center. I guess Walter Gretzky would pick up golf balls, give them to his son Wayne Gretzky to sign, and Walter Gretzky would give them away to kids uh kids in the neighborhood or kids in the community so that's that's, that's a awesome. kind of a kind of a cool thing uh, maybe your grandfather wants to start putting rg on his uh golf balls um hold on we gotta the go jerseys are going to go back, going to, the back to the jerseys okay keep okay. going okay i've got so i got the teams in front of me okay the greek anatokounmpo has got to be one of them yes Giannis on um how much time we got we uh, do not have a lot of time uh dallas Do uh, donchick Luka Doncic, yes. He's got to oh, be on there. He's number two. So you've got the top six so far. Who am I? Okay. Uh, oh, Zion Williamson. Yep. That's number 10. I don't know how many I'm missing. How many? How much time we got here? We got You're right. missing about five. Okay. Yeah, you know, we better. Uh, Anthony uh, Anthony Davis. Yep. Keep going. Paul George. And one more. Uh, your man, Mitchell. Wrong. Okay. Go. You got three strikes. You're missing. James Harden. Yeah. Jimmy Bucket. And Trey Young. I was thinking those last two. Darn it. But he did pretty well. He got, I think, what, 15 with a little help from the, uh, 12. Thanks uh, for listening to In-House Sports with Jay and Jay. It'll be an exciting finish with the players that take us home. Uh, see you next week.